Welcome to the Corona of Thorns podcast. I'm Father Peter Zwans, and today is Tuesday of the 22nd week in Ordinary Time. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. To prepare ourselves, let us acknowledge our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. God of might, giver of every good gift, put into our hearts the love of your name, so that by deepening our sense of reverence, you may nurture in us what is good, and by your watchful care keep safe what you have nurtured. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the first letter of Paul to the Corinthians. The Spirit reaches the depths of everything, even the depths of God. After all, the depths of a man can only be known by his own spirit, not by any other man. And in the same way, the depths of God can only be known by the Spirit of God. Now instead of this Spirit of the world, we have received the Spirit that comes from God, to teach us to understand the gifts that He has given us. Therefore we teach, not in the way in which philosophy is taught, but in the way that the Spirit teaches us. We teach spiritual things spiritually. An unspiritual person is one who does not accept anything of the Spirit of God. He sees it all as nonsense. It is beyond his understanding, because it can only be understood by means of the Spirit. A spiritual man, on the other hand, is able to judge the value of everything, and his own value is not to be judged by other men. As scripture says, Who can know the mind of the Lord, so who can teach him? But we are those who have the mind of Christ. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord is just in all his ways. The Lord is just in all his ways. The Lord is kind and full of compassion, slow to anger, abounding in love. How good is the Lord to all, compassionate to all his creatures. The Lord is just in all his ways. All your creatures shall thank you, O Lord, and your friends shall repeat their blessing. They shall speak of the glory of your reign and declare your might, O God, to make known to men your mighty deeds and the glorious splendor of your reign. The Lord is just in all his ways. Yours is an everlasting kingdom. Your rule lasts from age to age. The Lord is faithful in all his words and loving in all his deeds. The Lord supports all who fall and raises all who are bowed down. The Lord is just in all his ways. Alleluia, alleluia. 
A great prophet has appeared among us. God has visited his people. Alleluia. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus went down to Capernaum, a town in Galilee, and taught them on the Sabbath. And his teaching made a deep impression on them because he spoke with authority. In the synagogue there was a man who was possessed by the spirit of an unclean devil, and it shouted at the top of its voice, Ha! What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus said sharply, Be quiet. Come out of him. And the devil, throwing the man down in front of everyone, went out of him without hurting him at all. Astonishment seized them, and they were all saying to one another, What teaching! He gives orders to unclean spirits with authority and power, and they come out. And reports of him went all through the surrounding countryside. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So Luke's Gospel continues on from yesterday. Um, We had this you know, rather incredible moment in the synagogue in Nazareth. You know, Jesus unrolls the scroll of the prophet Isaiah, finds the bit where it's written, the spirit of the Lord has been given to me and he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor, to proclaim liberty to captives and to the blind new sight. Um, Amazing moment. Everyone in the synagogue has got their eyes fixed on Jesus and he says to them, this is being fulfilled in your hearing. This is happening today. And that the Lord's today has has begun. Now, it starts off that Jesus wins the approval of the people in Nazareth. And they go, well, we know this bloke. He's, he's Joseph's son. He's, he's one of us. He's one of the Nazarenes. He's, he's one of the local boys come good. And you sort of pause for a second and go, no, hang on a second. They've, they've missed something already. Because is Jesus actually Joseph's son? Remember, we're in Luke's gospel. We've heard the whole story about the Archangel Gabriel. We've heard about the Annunciation to Mary and how Jesus is, in fact, the son of the Most High. Um, the Nazarenes, they've, they've kind of they've got the wrong end of the stick. Uh, they've said, this is Joseph's son, surely. Well, um, actually not. Um, they've made an assumption about who Jesus is that's already closed them off to the possibility of Jesus being something more than the son of Joseph. So anyway, he kind of chimes in. He goes, well, no doubt you'll quote me the saying, physician, heal yourself and tell me, you know, we've heard all that happened in Capernaum, do the same in your own countryside. Well, you know, well, clearly Jesus has been doing some pretty amazing stuff in Capernaum. And the people, they already know something about Jesus being pretty amazing. Um, And, you know, being a Nazarene, hey, how about a little favour for us fellow Nazarenes? How about a little favouritism? How about a little extra for us, you know? We grew up with you. But it's the opposite that happens. Jesus goes, well, look, you know, remember the prophets? Remember Elijah? He wasn't sent to any of the widows in Israel. He was sent to the one in Sidon. Remember Elisha? There were lots of lepers in Israel at that time, but he wasn't sent to any of those. He was sent to Naaman, the Syrian. And then they get grumpy. 
Now, okay, look, I understand we're getting a little bit further into this homily and I haven't even mentioned today's gospel yet, but this is kind of important still. They take Jesus to the top of a cliff that their town is built on and, you know, they go to throw him off. How amazing. Like, what an overreaction. The crowd seem to be looking to Jesus for special favours, but he kind of reminds them that being a fellow Nazarene with me doesn't really count for too much because there's something bigger that's going on here. And rather than allowing themselves to be open to something greater that Jesus is going to accomplish, they want to throw him off a cliff. You can already see this kind of um, human dysfunction that's coming about because of Jesus not meeting the expectations of the people. Um, And that... The people are willing to kill one of their own. You can already start to see the spectre of Good Friday hovering over Jesus. Okay, now the reason why I've done a little bit of a summary of of yesterday's gospel is because it becomes important for today. Because Jesus, having left Nazareth now, you know, and kind of miraculously, right, he slips through this crowd that's trying to kill him. Uh, But Jesus now leaves Nazareth and goes to Capernaum. Now, we hear that Jesus has already been doing some pretty wonderful things in Capernaum because, you know, he makes reference to it to the people in Nazareth. Um, So he goes back uh, and on the Sabbath, he goes into the synagogue. Now, that's exactly what happened in Nazareth, right? That on the Sabbath, Jesus went into the synagogue and pulled out the prophecy from Isaiah that the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He sent me to preach good news to the poor and liberty to captives, right? Well, here we see Jesus doing exactly that. What was prophesied in Isaiah, Jesus now puts on display in Capernaum. Because we hear this, right? Jesus went down to Capernaum, a town in Galilee, and taught them on the Sabbath. And his teaching made a deep impression on them because he spoke with authority. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He sent me to preach good news to the poor. There it is. Jesus' teaching in the synagogue in Capernaum is the expression of this great mission of the Messiah to preach good news to the poor. But then, what else has the Messiah been sent to do? To proclaim liberty to captives and to set prisoners free. Well, here we have one. In the synagogue, there was a man possessed by the spirit of an unclean devil, and it shouted at the top of its voice, Ha! What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? And we get this rather amazing moment. Jesus just says sharply, be quiet, come out of him. And that's exactly what happens. So the authority with which Jesus taught is the same authority with which Jesus commands the unclean devils. Jesus now, like he's speaking with the word and with the power of God. And this makes a deep impression on the people. Now, there's one thing I'd really like to highlight here. And it's the question about who is Jesus and who knows who Jesus is. You see, the people of Nazareth, they called Jesus what? The son of Joseph. And they kind of missed the point. But what does the unclean spirit do? Firstly refers to Jesus as Jesus of Nazareth. Tick, yes, that's true. And then says, I know who you are, the Holy One of God. How ironic that what the Nazarenes miss, the unclean spirit perceives very clearly. And then knowing Jesus' identity, 
starts to speak of his mission. I know who you are, the Holy One of God. And have you come to destroy us? Well, here's the answer. Yep, I really have. I have come to destroy you. The Spirit of the Lord has been given to me, for he has anointed me. He has sent me to bring good news to the poor, to proclaim liberty to captives, to the blind new sight, to set the downtrodden free, to proclaim the Lord's year of favour. That which holds humanity captive will be broken. So look out, unclean spirits. Jesus of Nazareth, the Holy One of God, he's coming. So in the end, it boils down to two things. Who is Jesus? And what's he come to do? Now, we've come to the beginning of Luke's gospel, to the beginning of Jesus' public ministry. Um, You know, okay, we've gone through the liturgical years so far. We've had all sorts of stuff from Matthew. um, And now we go to Luke. Um, It's kind of starting at the start again. So let's open ourselves to this revelation once more. Jesus, who are you? And what have you come to do? What have you come to accomplish in my life? You see, the trouble with the Nazarenes is that they, they just wanted a magician. They just wanted someone who can, you know, be their problem solver. The one who can, you know, sort of magically whisk away any of the difficulties or issues that they've got. Um, they wanted someone who could magically make their own will come about. But instead, let's open ourselves up to the truth about who Jesus is. He's not just the son of Joseph. He's so much more. He's the Holy One of God. And he's come to break that which holds us captive. So let's turn to him and allow the Lord to accomplish in our lives that which is still left to be done by the Messiah. Where I am still poor that the Lord may proclaim good news. Where I am still held captive that he may make me free, and that I may enter into the new today of the Messiah, to enter into the year of the Lord's favour. At the Saviour's command, and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Let us welcome Christ into our hearts with an act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, Come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. 
The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Thanks be to God. And we finish by praying Pope Francis's prayer to Mary during the coronavirus pandemic. O Mary, you shine continuously on our journey as a sign of salvation and hope. We entrust ourselves to you, health of the sick. At the foot of the cross, you participated in Jesus' pain with steadfast faith. You, salvation of the Roman people, know what we need. We are certain that you will provide so that as you did in Cana of Galilee, joy and feasting might return after this moment of trial. Help us, Mother of Divine Love, to conform ourselves to the Father's will and to do what Jesus tells us. He who took our sufferings upon himself and bore our sorrows to bring us through the cross to the joy of the resurrection. Amen. We seek refuge under your protection, O Holy Mother of God. Do not despise our pleas, we who are put to the test. And deliver us from every danger, O glorious and blessed Virgin. Amen. Thanks for praying with us, and may God bless you abundantly, so that this day may give glory to God the Father.